Merry Christmas to each one of you. Isn't it a glorious story, this story of Christmas and Jesus Christ coming into the world? Of course, now you need to understand that when I call it a story, I do not mean to imply in any way that it is not true. In fact, it is true. And I would say that the Christmas story is the truest true that there has ever been. But think about how amazing this is to consider that God himself, the ancient of days, the alpha and the omega, the great I am, has come into this world to be with us. And not just to be with us, but to be one of us. And not just to be one of us, but to save us. I love how the Gospel of John puts the story of Christmas in, in the shape of a poem. And I want you to listen to what he describes about Jesus coming into this world. He puts it this way. The one who is the true light, who gives light to everyone, was coming into the world. He came to the very world he created, but the world didn't recognize him. He came to his own people, and even they rejected him. But to all who believed and accepted him, he gave the right to become children of God. They are reborn, not with a physical birth resulting from human passion or plan, but a birth that comes from God. So the Word became human and made His home among us. He was full of unfailing love and faithfulness. And we have seen his glory, the glory of the Father's one and only Son. Jesus came for us. He came to be with us. But don't miss this important detail. He came to save us out of this world that he came into. In fact, did you hear that one little line in the story that I just read? It said, to all who received him, to all who accepted him, they are reborn. That little line foreshadows something big and significant that comes just a little later in John's gospel. Over in John chapter 3, a guy by the name of Nicodemus comes to talk with Jesus about things of eternity. They need to understand that Nicodemus was an upright guy. He was an all-around good individual. And as Jesus spoke to him that night, before the night ended, Jesus would say to him, You must be born again. And then Jesus said to him these words, and likewise through him, Jesus says these words to you and to me. He said, For this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only Son, so that everyone who believes in him 
will not perish but have eternal life. Do you realize that one sentence is the Christmas story summarized in just one sentence? That's the message of Christmas. For this is how God loved. This is how God loved Nicodemus. He sent Jesus. This is how God loved the world. He sent Jesus. This is how God loves you. In fact, you can insert your name into the story of Christmas. You can put your name right there. You just fill in the blank. For this is how God, and you apply your name. I would say, for this is how God loved Kevin. Your story could be the very next chapter that is written in the Christmas story. This is how God loved you. Now, it may sound strange to us, but did you know that throughout the entire Bible, all the way through, the relationship that we have with Jesus is talked about in the language of love, even kind of a, a romantic kind of love. For example, the old prophet Hosea from the Old Testament, he put it like this, I will make you my promised bride forever. When I think about that verse of Scripture, it's kind of mind-blowing to think that what he's implying is that in some form or fashion, we become the betrothed to the Creator God who entered into this dirty and dusty world, and it's as if he takes us by the hand and he says, I choose you. I choose you. But it's not just the Old Testament that talks about our relationship in this way. In fact, on the very last page in the Bible, the end of all things in the book of Revelation, John tells us in that revelation that, that he realized he saw the same thing. And he put it this way. He said, And I saw the holy city, the new Jerusalem, coming down from God out of heaven like a bride beautifully dressed for her husband. Now, that phrase, New Jerusalem, that's just another way of saying the same thing. He's talking about the people of God, all of those who have believed him and received him. That's who he's talking about, those that Jesus has saved. Do you understand that the Christmas story is, in fact, the story of God's great love for you? You have captured the heart of of God, So much so that he sent his son into this world for you, to save you, to make you his own. But you also need to understand that the Christmas story isn't finished. There's unfinished business. After all, Jesus doesn't just come once. He told us he is coming Again, and the Bible assures us that the story is not yet complete. The question for us then is, so are we ready for that? Are you ready 
for that second coming of Christ. Jesus is the light of the world, but he doesn't just shine at Bethlehem. He is coming again. And so today, in just a few minutes, we will light that Christ candle, but it is a reminder to us not simply that Christ came at Bethlehem, but it is a reminder of the sure promise that Jesus is coming again. So this Christmas, I just want to ask you, have you trusted in Jesus? Are you one of those that John was writing about in his Christmas story that you have received and believed in Jesus? You put your faith in him. Listen, today could be a day in which you seal his promised proposal. Now, I know. I know, I, I know, I know, I know. You didn't, you didn't come to a Christmas service thinking to yourself, you know, this might be the day that I finally put my faith in Jesus Christ. I, I get that. And I also understand that, that it's very highly likely that you weren't thinking to yourself, you know, this is the day that I'm going to go and on Christmas morning I'm going to be baptized. But listen, I want you to know we were thinking of you in preparation for this. And I want you to know, we have everything ready right now for you today where you can put your faith in Jesus and you can step into the waters of baptism. We have water, we have shorts, we have t-shirts, we have towels, we have people who will talk with you through making a faith decision. And I know that that may sound crazy, I'm not going to be baptized. I wasn't planning on that today. But listen, you could be baptized into faith today. Yesterday, we saw three people profess their faith in Jesus Christ and step into the baptistry waters. Listen, that's what Christmas is all about. It is about God's love. For God so loved you. That he sent his son into this world to save you. And make no mistake about it. This little baby in the manger that we celebrate at Christmas. He is the one who will die on the cross for your sin and mine. And they will lay him in a tomb. But three days later, he rises from the dead in order to win you and you need to know that same Jesus is coming again to receive you as his own in other words Jesus has made his move and today it's your move this could be your moment now let me tell you what we're going to do. In a moment, we're going to sing another song. And our pastors, I've asked them all to be here at the front while we sing. And listen, if you want to follow Jesus today, if you want to respond to the tug in your heart where the Holy Spirit is working on your life and you want to be baptized today, we're going to be here to meet you at the front to talk with you through that decision listen Jesus is the gift 
of Christmas. But you need to understand that there is no Christmas that is complete without Jesus. So I ask you, have you received him? Have you believed? Are you ready to make your move? Let me invite you to pray with me. With every head bowed and every eye closed, let me ask you, Jesus came into the world, but have you let him into your heart? I want to remind you, he, he loves you. And he came offering the gift of eternity. But have you believed and have you received? Listen, right now in this moment, you can do that. You can trust him. And the way that you do that, the Bible says, involves both your heart and your mouth. In the book of Romans, it's put like this. For it is by believing in your heart that you're made right with God. And it is by openly declaring your faith that you are saved. So right now, on this Christmas day, you have the opportunity to settle question of eternity by receiving Christ and it all begins with just a prayer I'm going to pray a prayer out loud but listen if you want to if you want to settle things with Jesus today you can just pray this prayer silently in your heart as I pray it aloud dear God I know I'm a sinner and I know that I need Jesus and I feel that tug on my heart and life today. But once and for all, I want to accept the gift of Jesus. I do believe in my heart. And I confess to you, God, that Jesus is my Lord. Did you pray that prayer for the first time today? Well, nobody's looking around let me just ask you to be brave if you did if you prayed that for the first time would you just raise your hand up that I might see your hand and I can rejoice with you in the decision that you have made and then one more thing that I want to ask of you if you would and you raised your hand would you just lock eyes with me that I might rejoice over you. And if you are ready, as we sing this next song, you can make your move and celebrate the coming of Christ into your life, celebrating Christmas, even through the act of baptism. If you do, I can guarantee you this will be a day that you will never forget. And so now, God, we thank you in advance for what you are doing in the lives of every person in this room. And we pray this in Jesus' name. Amen. Let me invite you to stand. Let me just say 
This song is not a long song, but if you want to make your decision, you make your move. You become one of those that believes and receives Jesus Christ as the gift of God to the world.